You're listening to Creative Voices, sponsored by Treebark Store. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Creative Voices. I'm joined today on the show by Fiona Murphy. Fiona, thanks very much for taking the time to come chat to me. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. So we'll, you've heard the show, you know how it goes. Let's I have do. a quick kickoff and uh, you can tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. I am, I am Irish, but I live in Norway. I like to sew. It's kind of my hobby. I also work in a kindergarten um, again, but uh, sewing is where my is my biggest passion, and I love it. Um, and I'm so happy hiding away downstairs in my sewing room, away from my kids. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So hold on, you do kindergarten, but you want to hide from your own kids. Good. good I know. know that is so true. I actually started working in a kindergarten when I moved to Norway because I needed to learn the language. And when you're working with kids, you're not shy. So uh, yeah. I found that really helped and I found that I really liked it. Um, and then I had kids um, and I took a break from the kindergarten and that's when I started sewing um, because I couldn't okay. have babies at home and work with babies all day. I found that was really hard on my head. Yeah, so, it'd be a little overwhelming, I would imagine. Yeah, it was because I felt like I had way too, I had so much empathy now that I was mom that it like it broke my heart that the parents had to leave the kids and you know because I really understood. Um, <laughs> and one kid had the same cry as my kid. So after my second pregnancy, I didn't go back to work full time. That's when I started sewing mainly and then working just as like a substitute. So I did. Okay. Mm. Okay. I did, I did not know that. Yes. And I love kids. I do love kids. But when you have three yourself in the kindergartens in Norway, you have to go to courses and there's lots of, like it takes up a lot of your time. And I didn't have that to give uh, for that time when I had my three small kids under five. Um, so I'm yeah. slowly back into that again. I started again like about a year ago working okay. with kids. Yeah. Because my kids aren't okay. as demanding as they were. <laughs> so it's so much easier, you know. It's gotten easier. That's the message for all the parents out there. It gets easier. Oh my God, it really does. It really does. I'm dreading the like three smelly teenage boy years, but uh, <laughs> for now, it's definitely, definitely gotten easier. Um, yeah. With boys anyway, I don't have no experience with girls, but uh, with the okay. boys it is. Yeah. And do you think, uh, is the three boys are in the house, you being the only woman in the house that gives you that desire to maybe sew and make something nice for, for uh, girls as well? Do you know what it was actually? This is, but it's really hard to find nice boy clothes. It's all really like you go into any of the shops like Monsoon or anything and the amount of girl stuff is ridiculous. And then you have this poor, sad little section for the lads. Um, so when yeah. my, my youngest, um, was about a year old, that's when I started sewing clothes because he was still young enough to wear them. Um, and I live in Norway. So I have so many fabulous uh, fabric shops here. With Scandinavian bright, cheerful, colourful clothes and low fabrics, um, so that's yeah. actually what I what started it, the sewing thing, clothes okay. anyway. Yeah, they don't wear my clothes anymore though. <laughs> <laughs> They're allergic. <laughs> uh, okay, so how long ago is it? So in, in since you started making the clothes, my when I was a kid, my best friend's mom used to make curtains for a living, and she had. Uh, a big uh, like workroom down the end of the garden. And myself and Paula used to go in there and take all the little bits and sew straight lines and make ruffles. And we used to sell them in schools for like 10p or I can't remember back in the day. Like I was yeah. only, I was even eight. 
Um, and then I was really rubbish at sewing in general in school. I wasn't really into it at all. But then when I was 18, um, my neighbor um, let me borrow her sewing machine. And we made my, um, my Debs dress together. And then I got my own sewing machine when I was 20. Hop 10 years. And I got a different machine, which is like uh, called an overlocker, which works for stretch fabrics. And that's when I started making clothes. So I'd say... I was probably, yeah, probably 30, yeah, 30-ish when I started making clothes for the okay. kids. Yeah. yeah. So for, I suppose for anyone who isn't familiar with it, your business is called From From Fee to You? Yeah, because my name yeah. is Fiona. I think my brother yeah. gave me the, the From Fee to You uh, thing at the start. And my friend, okay. uh, Roisin, she's a brilliant artist. She drew the hedgehog for me and the, the mushroom from my logo uh, a few years ago. And I love it. It's fabulous. I want it all over fabric. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it's very cool. It definitely it? keeps in with the style of what you yeah. do. Like it's very close to I said to her, I'd love my name from Fiji and I'd love a mushroom. And that was all I said. Um, and she came back with a mushroom and a hedgehog. And I just love it. It's so fab. She's really yeah. talented. Her stuff is it really, feels, it really it clear. It does. Yeah. It's really me. Yeah, it is. It's really me. And it's yellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of yellow in your. In, I'm, I'm scrolling through your Instagram feed here as we talk, and there is a good yeah. bit of yellow in there. I love yellow. I've had uh, I've had a yellow kitchen. I've had a yellow front door. I'm wearing yellow pants now. Uh, yeah, my my favorite color is yellow. I love it. Um, it doesn't suit my skin because I'm Irish, um, so I can't really wear it in my face. But uh, oh, I throw yeah. yellow on the walls or whatever. Yeah, uh, love anywhere it. else you get opportunities, good. Yeah. Anywhere, yeah, yeah. It's all over my garden as well. I actually love it. I have yellow chairs, you name it. My kids know my favorite color is yellow. So, uh, yeah. I love color. They're well aware of it. Yes, they are. So it's easy to please me with presents and stuff. Give me something yellow. Yeah. Okay, mm. so maybe let's just talk a little bit about, you know, the point where you started getting interested in making the kids clothes, as you said, because there wasn't anything available for, for small boys. But the transition from there to doing it as something for other people. What was yeah, that journey like? I um I got the over an, a baby lock overlocker for Christmas that year from Klaus. Um and I thought sure, it's like it's completely different to normal sewing because it's got um four threads, two under, two over it. So it's a bit like it's a bit different. Got that and I found I started making pajamas for the kids and they were rubbish, like really, really crap. But I got, I got, got better and they got nicer. And I put a few pictures on my Facebook. Oh, look, I made the kids pajamas because I was so proud. And then I don't know how, but it kind of gradually got like, Oh, Fiona, you're making clothes now. Well, you wouldn't make me a jumper. And then I think I was finishing up maternity leave and I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll start making a few jumpers. And, uh, and it just kind of spiraled, you know, the way like someone tells someone yeah. and someone tells someone. And because I could get hold of really cool fabrics. Uh, I sell so much to Ireland. People are mad for yeah. the Scandinavian stuff, so they are. And another there thing was... There is a good bit of growth for it right over here. There is. People love mad colours and, and print and pattern. Yeah, I was thinking of something, but now I've lost my thread thought. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll come back to it. I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. So it just sort of took off. You started doing bits for people you knew, and then from there it went, it went bigger. And yeah. I suppose you realized then it was something you could actually make some money out of or, or maybe well, left that a more a hobby or something to have an outlet for? It is exactly it. The thing is, fabric is so expensive. Like it's not cheaper to make your own clothes at all. 
Um, and for example, like if you want to make a jumper for a grown-up or a dress for a grown-up, it takes like two meters of fabric. Uh, so that's nearly 50 quid. I kind of sold to to keep up the habit, you know, so it's kind of like a drug habit, <laughs> only it's fabric. <laughs> and funnily, the word for fabric in Norway is stuff, and that means drugs as well as fabric. So, uh, yeah. There you go. That cannot be a coincidence, huh? Definitely not, Jeff. So I have a stuff yeah. addiction. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Very appropriate. Very yeah. appropriate. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And do you think, was there any desire as well for there anywhere along the line to making your own clothes, the lifestyle being a bit different in Norway than it is in Ireland, that, you know, desire for people to have a lower impact lifestyle or yeah, usable or... This is true. And there, there's, um, you know, like the sewing bee in, in England, there's a sewing bee in Norway as well. Um, and Norway is kind of a smaller sewing community. And obviously with Instagram and everything, you get more contact with like the contestants. And uh, I go to this thing every September where they have like all the fabric shops. Um, and they also announce the contestants for the sewing bee. And it's so into like upcycling and you know redoing everything and changing the dress and whatever um, and yeah. so we get re yeah there's loads of really girls from the and men from the sewing bee in Norway who really advocate for for recycle reuse um, so I think it's huge here and well it's huge everywhere in the world but yeah. now things have gotten so expensive in the charity shops and so it's hard enough to get like decent, fun, quality stuff. Like it used to be so much easier five years ago. <laughs> now you're paying more, yeah, you know? Yeah. I suppose it's so much more popular now as well. That's, it is. It's yeah. more in demand. It is. Do you find but a big I, difference when you come back to Ireland and that kind of vibe of people's interest? I mean, I know we're starting to get into it a bit here, but I would imagine they're probably a bit ahead in Norway with that kind of stuff. Probably. I haven't, you know what? So when I'm home, my time is like a week and I don't get to do anything for myself yeah. <laughs> I'm only joking <laughs> but it's all about the kids and the cousins you know so I have I, I kind of fallen out of anything I've lived abroad since about 2000 on and off mostly so I kind of haven't not really in I don't really know about secondhand clothes or anything in Norway but um when we go to Denmark there's a brilliant secondhand community like there's flea markets all over the place um, yeah. And Nor Norwegians travel very often to Denmark on holiday. So you bring the car, you know, so you can stock up on things when you're in Denmark. Yeah. And and the Danish have great style. So you get really cool furniture and all sorts of stuff. Uh, fabrics, yeah. old, like uh, maybe old duvet covers, you know, mad stuff uh, that you yeah. can turn into a dress, you know. So you could be wearing some Ikea duvet from the 50s. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You know, down street. So you yeah. must be constantly on the lookout when you're out and about for something interesting or material yes. to, to do something with. Yes, and I, lo I love flea markets. I'm mad for uh, for colour in general. Um, and I love, I love, like anything in my sewing room I've gotten from a flea market from the desk to the, like anything, the seat I'm sitting on, and, you know, the press behind me. Um, I yeah. love I love a mixture of um, flea market finds and like designer. I love like Danish designer random stuff like monkeys and you name it. <laughs> okay, it's I an interesting love, kind of mix, a bit of both. Yeah, I love interior and I love print, and I think it's all kind of 
I, I have it like, I think why my clothes kind of work with people is I can see how colors go together without them matching, but they don't clash, you know, that kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that kind of has been how I got kind of popular with people because I could see the way things could work uh, together. I don't know, but I, I, f I feel like that's kind of a selling point for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, there must be a great sense of satisfaction though when you do actually see someone where <gasps> you met be oh in person or just a, a picture on Instagram or whatever it might be, you know? My, I love when people say, I saw a free from Fisio in Dublin or I saw, I saw, oh my God, I saw one of your tops in Galway. And I, I'm like, ah, the fact that you know it's mine is just so good. It's, <laughs> yeah, well, it does have a distinctive look. There's a feel about it that it seems quintessentially yours in fairness. Yeah. You know? Right. I love stripes um, and yellow and color and uh, pockets uh, and comfort. Yeah. Comfort <laughs> is nobody. Honestly, that's like if it's not comfortable, the kid won't wear it, you know? Yeah, um, oh, yeah no, and, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's one of the and my, my youngest would only wear pants I made for the first three years. Nothing else. He wouldn't put on <sighs> jeans, nothing, because I used to make like soft waisted things. Yeah, so he could be a mix and match of all sorts of colors like every day because he would pick whatever he wants to wear. But, yeah. uh, but now he's allergic. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, for they're sure. Mm. They will probably transition again anyways. Uh, yeah, yeah. Being a bit older and maybe they might get a sense of uh, the value of being able to get custom-made clothes for themselves, you know? But this is it. And and I, I don't mind. Uh, I, I've made them stuff now they're older, but what they want is so dull and, you know, there's no joy. <laughs> But I love finish them and I love their happy faces, but the actual yeah. making of the like Lego print top or whatever that, I, you know, uh, it doesn't like, oh, I don't get excited when I'm making it, but I love to give it to them, you know, like my husband is the most boring style ever. Um, and I may, I try and sneak like print into the inside pocket or into the inside of the hood. Just any little bit you can get in there oh somewhere, my God, isn't it? Anywhere, yeah, or a stripy little label, anything. Um, but and he he has a navy one that he wears a lot that I made. Um, yeah. But like then again, but my brother is uh, my older brother. He's a year older than me. He will wear whatever, and he has um, my jumpers, and he wears them happily. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he's embraced yeah. it. He has, he has, he has like bow and arrow jumpers and yeah, whales. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's oh, great. That's I cool. love that. Yeah, it is cool. I love that. He's a hipster. He's a hipster. <laughs> I'm He's sure hipster. Yeah, sure yeah. Tag he him knows. In goes out, you know? He knows. <laughs> <laughs> so making clothes, you know, you, you started off, you made your, your Deb's dress, I believe you said, and then you kind of got better at it from there, but. Developing that skill set, was there anywhere you could go to to learn that? Or was it just a case of trial and error and seeing how it worked? Um, YouTube is brilliant because um, you find absolutely everything and anything and it's free. But there's loads of great sewing groups on on uh, on Facebook. Like you name it, you find it, you know. And then you meet some really great people online. Uh, my, my kids were saying to me just yesterday, um, how did you meet your friend Catherine? I said, I met her online. And my, yeah. my kids are like, but you tell us not to talk to people online. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm, true, very true. Yeah. And you're not to be talking to anyone online, but, but online is brilliant for sewing groups, uh, as an adult, you know. Um, yeah. and, uh, you learn <laughs> all to the make tricks. clear we're not talking, we're not yeah, advocating we're not for children to talk to strangers online. No, um, or, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, so online is the best. And the girls, like, if you have a problem, you just post a picture and people say, okay, your settings or what are your settings? What are you doing? Is it this needle? You know, so, uh, so yeah. I find those sewing groups are brilliant and everybody shows their, their makes, you know, in these little groups and yeah, you get inspiration. So, uh, just shows yeah. that no matter what kind of element of subculture or whatever you want to call it that you're involved in, now that the world is so small, you're definitely going to find, find you really your tribe are. for whatever it might be. Yeah, you really are. I remember when I moved to Norway, um, year, I don't know when it was, 2004 or something. Everybody used to knit. And, and like in Ireland, we weren't really into handcrafts as much, like as my age group. Um, but in Norway, you'd see them sitting on the trams, knitting and I think handmade stuff and hand arbides, what a handcraft is really, really popular in Norway. Um, yeah. So maybe I just, so it's easy to get the stuff, it's easy to get the needles, it's easy to get the fabric, you know, so, and I see that I have a huge advantage to the girls in Ireland because they, there's not very much, uh, many places you can buy stuff. So I'm, yeah. I'm really, I'm so lucky I can go downtown and pick up what I need. Like, yeah, um, it sounds like it's, it's suited to your, to your needs, really. It's probably why I became so into sewing because it was maybe, so easy to get it and so yeah I don't know I, I don't really know it's so funny how you fall into the things in your life <laughs> but I think it's sometimes you do find the things that you want you know if you're willing to be open to it it shows that like maybe you're receptive to what you wanted to do and, and that's why it happened this is true and this I kind of feel like a lot of things do happen for for a reason like you might know at the time but you do find out a few years later you know yeah. um, well in my life anyway that's how I ended up in this country <laughs> <laughs> Is that, a, is that a story you want to tell us? Oh, no, it was just uh, Klaus didn't get into the army because his eyesight was too bad because you have to go. My kids will have to go to the army. I find that so strange that my three boys will have to go. But uh, he didn't get into the army so he could skip off to France and go to school. And I didn't get into college, the one I wanted. So I was like, oh, what are we going to do? And I saw a PLC course with French and I ended up in La Rochelle on work experience and I met my husband. Uh, in 99 yeah. and then we just I moved over then eventually in 2005 because I thought geez I better find out if I like him <laughs> <laughs> so uh, figure this out. still here I love Norway yeah. still here yeah. yeah yeah so far so good like so far so I feel it I feel at home yeah I don't feel like yeah. um, I'm missing out on my life by being not living in Ireland I feel like what? I feel like yeah I feel like home I have two homes so it's all good and is there a particular type of thing then that you like to work on or something that you found? I know that we have some of your stock in our place and there's always a great response to the kids' beanies. Yeah. Is there something that you really like to make that's, um, you know, your happiest stuff to work on? I think I, when I see a little stack of such cute fabrics, I, it just makes me so happy. It's ridiculous. Like, there's nothing I love looking at a little pile of beanies on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do. It's, it's suppose it's like, uh, I, yeah. And I absolutely love, love seeing that people buy them. I was really surprised actually that people bought them, which, you know, like people buy my crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I always, I, it still baffles me when, uh, like the people buy my stuff. I don't know. They do. And it's great. But I think yeah. like we've had this conversation with other people on the show about that feeling the first time someone buys something you made. When you're as close to it as you are when you're making it yourself, yeah. it's probably hard yeah. to separate how you feel about it. From I always, but it's worth it's, to other people. Yeah, 
And I always feel like, is it good enough? Is it okay? Like, will it fall apart? But I like, I really try to use the best of the best of the best and put some, I put so much effort into like even the labels, you know? I, so I, I think, um, yeah, I get, I used to get really nervous when I was sending out a jumper to someone that when they open it, God, will they look at it and think, Oh my God, this is rubbish or, Oh, I hate this fabric or because I'm, I'm such a worrier. Um, so I'm, I'm not really suited to selling. I don't think, (laughs) but yet I love making and I can't just have loads of stuff around my house, you know? Yeah. Well, makers are generally terrible at selling in fairness. I know. That's so true. But luckily I have discovered that as a common theme throughout the show, you know? Yeah. It's so hard because uh, you just want to give away your stuff. You know, you're almost apologetic for your stuff. Like it's mad. <laughs> and like grown up stuff. Um, I, d- I don't really want to make grown up stuff because I'm, I'm scared that it's so much fabric and I'll just F it up and they'll hate it and they feel like they have to pay me, you know? But yeah, I, but yet I make stuff for myself like all the time and it's not falling apart and it does fit me, you know? So yeah. uh, I think I think you need. It's hard to have the confidence in yourself, you know. Well, I think a, a quick scroll through your Instagram and you'll see a couple of photos of you wearing your own clothes pretty quickly. So they do get yeah, used. Yeah, I do. I try to. I don't share kids' photos. Um, I don't want to brand reps and 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 people say, oh, you can use you can use my here. You can have my kids' photo, but then I think I don't share my own kids. So I'm not going to yeah. share your kids, you know, um, yeah. but I don't want people to be offended that I don't show their kids, but it's like, I just, it's kind of my thing, <laughs> but I think oh, close, you're not, I, I totally understand sell that. sell better when you show them on a kids, but I'm not really yeah. out to sell, which sounds ridiculous. I just want to make, um, yeah. but uh, I don't have my own kids really. So, but I, I don't mind having my own face out there because that's me and yeah, you know, yeah. like, I'm not naked, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so how bad can it get (laughs) photo wise? (laughs) Uh, I get that though. I mean, like, and it's funny because your husband is a, is a videographer and, and, and stuff with profession in a word myself, like for someone who takes so many photos of my life and and I take tons of photos of my kids, I would never, ever share them online. Like I, I, I struggle to even send them to people on WhatsApp or whatever, unless yeah. I actually am very close to them, you know? Right. Yeah, because that, that does bother me and it worries me. And now my kids, my oldest is 11. Um, and the other day, the class took a fab photo of, um, I share some on my Facebook, but I, but rarely. Um, and I said, Oh God, that's such a nice photo. I love to put that on Instagram. And I said to my 11 year old, Oh, can I put that on Instagram? And he said, Yeah, yeah, mom, that's okay. And I put it out and I took it off 10 seconds later and I was like, No. I just like, yeah. you know, who, who sees this? Who knows I have kids? Who, you know, I think my, my mind works like that. My dad was in the police and I think I have a bit of a skeptic head yeah, yeah. about people. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so no, I don't put pictures of kids in my clothes on my, on my Instagram. Right. Uh, you know, that's something I could totally appreciate. Totally appreciate. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So maybe let's just have a, a bit of a quick chat about more of the specifics of what you do. So from Fee to You is the business name. What exactly yeah. do you make and, and so forth? What's your range of, of products? Um, I have, I'm lucky enough that I'm spoiled and I have th- four machines, <laughs> four sewing machines. So this means I can do whatever I want with them. So I can make t-shirts, which sounds, a t-shirt sounds like a really simple thing to make, but a t-shirt is really difficult because you have to have a machine that does the end 
um, which is a cover machine. It's a machine that literally just does one thing uh, and it costs a fortune. But to make so to make a simple T-shirt, which sounds like a really simple thing, you need to have like that piece of equipment. So I can make pretty much whatever I want, but I don't do adult stuff because I don't feel comfortable with with it. And the fabric I use is so expensive. I don't. I just I don't want to ruin stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but I make I make jumpers, dresses, skirts, headbands, and the more diverse, the better because I get really bored. So I like to mix up the fabrics and mix up what I do. Um, and there's nothing I like more than to, to teach someone how to make something. So uh, ideally, I'd love to have people around and just help them all sew stuff. <laughs> okay. I think that'd be so much fun. I, I just want to spread. I have no secrets. So if somebody asks me, oh, what's that pattern? I will tell you because I think yeah. the world is big enough for all of us. And it, it, like people who buy off that person, you know, are probably people she knows like why would they buy yeah, me? Yeah. you know so yeah, I, yeah. I think so yeah exactly so i share whatever with whoever when it comes to ideas and patterns and stuff and fabrics whatever and um, yeah. so i so i make most stuff but i'd love to go to a course to learn how to make like stuff that isn't stretchy like you know dresses that are really fitted and stuff but then i think would i wear it i'm such a comfy person that really probably <laughs> no <laughs> So uh, I might get that art of doing that, but I wouldn't wear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. And have you found, saying saying that you're so open about like sharing what you do, is there many other people that you're aware of that are making kind of custom clothing? Has it become more of a thing, do you think, in the last few years? Or There's some amazing people out there. Um, there's one girl that used to sell, um, but she only makes for her kids now, probably for like loads of reasons. There's so many different things you need to think about when you're sewing and then you have tax and you know all the paperwork and stuff and really you just want to sew you know so i can see why people just go ah not for me just do it for myself uh, yeah yeah and so and, and they're the ones that are so amazing to watch because there's one girl in america and she's just the stuff she comes out with like it's just amazing but uh, I only see, she's only seldom um, posting now because she probably, I think she moved house or something. But anyway, there's so many inspirational people. Uh, I love, I love seeing all the pictures come up in my feeds. Mm. And so nice. People are so nice. You know, it's rare you come across people that aren't uh, in that world. I, I would think that someone who's kind of into that sort of scene would probably be of a, you know, the type of mindset that would be an open enough kind of person. So yeah. And it's nice to trade tricks and like experience because that's how you learn, you know, like I didn't go to, I was rubbish in school and so on. God, I remember my, some of the stuff <laughs> I made. Um, but it's like that with French. I didn't speak, I spe I had terrible French in school and then I lived in France for three years and I could speak French, no problem. So yeah. I think I'm not, I'm not an academic person at all. Um, I'm all maybe once you're exposed to something, you just kind exactly. of develop the ability yeah. for it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if something is, it keeps my interest because I get really bored. So if, if like sewing has really, I do, because I, it's new all the you time. You must really you know? love this. So I do. I really do. And I love that. Uh, and you know what I love about Yvonne and the True Bark store? She never puts any pressure on me about what I, I give her. Like she lets me pick fabrics and, you know, I love that. That's the kind of freedom. And I, ha I have a lady that I always make jumpers for her kid, even if I'm on holidays or whatever, and I'm not really sewing. Because she always says, I like this, 
do whatever with it, you know, that kind of way. And that's yeah. just the best. That that's exactly like oh, I just I'm in heaven so when you I still can get just, to make the stuff, but you get to enjoy the process. Exactly, and I don't have to. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love the creativeness. Yeah. I don't even have the time to use a pattern. I love to like cut different and and see what it ends up like. I usually don't have an idea until I'm looking at it's kind of arts and crafts, you know, how I yeah. make something. Yeah. But to be fair, you've met a few interesting pieces for us as well, where we had a, one of our friends had a, a baby boy recently. You met a, a what did we call it? A baby girl? Am I going to be yeah. the same? Yeah. <laughs> It is a baby yeah. girl and a little hat that was too small. His head was too big. That was all. Yeah, let's just say his head was too big. But he he got a new beanie though to to you know make up for that. Yeah. So I'm not all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the hat and I was like, yes, no, that doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, but I always fix my mistakes. I, like so, uh, yeah. yeah. I want things to be perfect, to be right when it comes to my sewing. Um, yeah. But in loads of other aspects of my life, I'm like, yeah, that's grand. <laughs> you just kind of roll, roll with it whenever it happens. Roll with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's for okay. someone, I'm really like ridiculously anal about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hmm. you know, doing it as long as you do and still caring that much—that's what makes it, you know, something special to people to get something handmade. Yeah, and I think that some people appreciate handmade, and some people don't appreciate handmade. You know. Um, and to be fair, I think if you don't appreciate Hamid, there's nothing you can do to convince them otherwise. It's no. not going to be something that people will change their mind right. about. Right. I like when I'm uh, on holidays and I try and pick up something from, from a trip. And I picked up that plant pot in the tree bark the last time in Galway. And I remember being in Denmark once and picking up a glass duck. Like it literally looked like, you know, like a duck you have in your bathtub, but it was glass. Yeah. <laughs> it lasted like a week. Uh, but it was handmade and I loved it. The kids broke it. Um, yeah. But I, I, yeah, I love handmade. I, lo- I love the fact that somebody went to the trouble and their time and I'll pay whatever you tell me to pay because I appreciate it. You appreciate you that. Know? I do. Yeah, like yeah. if somebody's going to make a cake for me, uh, I have a friend that makes cakes and she's brilliant. And I, I say, charge me properly. Like really, <laughs> I, re- yeah. I appreciate the fact that this is your time, you know? Uh, I don't this is another uh, thing that's common with makers is they're just very poor charging an appropriate amount for their own time they always undervalue themselves in that regard too you know yeah yeah and it's so silly so I think maybe I'm I'd be aware aware uh, I'd be extra aware you know I really like please just charge me properly you know? <laughs> I'll pay, I like I wouldn't I won't, I'm not gonna ask you for a cake again if it's not if you don't because I don't want to screw people you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's the danger too sometimes when your friends who hand make stuff like you uh, you know, I went to buy something with someone recently and they're going, oh, no, 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 it's fine. I'll get this. And I was like, I specifically came to you because I want to pay you exactly. to make this thing because I know you'd be good. Exactly. Stop giving me things for free. Yeah, no, but it's so true. It's so true. Like, or, or I'll give them extra because they're using yeah. me, you know. Um, yeah. But my mother-in-law is the best. Like, she overpays me. I say a price and she'll like put in double. <laughs> so it's, it's And that's my kind of customer. <laughs> Stop. She's unbelievable. I'm like, that jumper was not 80 quid. And she's like, no, 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 that's your time. You know, so I say, uh, fair enough then. Thanks a million. Yeah, you spend a hit on that market. You. Find that market segment now when you'll be she's laughing, you know. It's amazing, but she appreciates the fact that she came to me at lunchtime and said, oh, you wouldn't make me something. And then that evening, I'm like, well, you know, I have that resi. So yeah. I think she, it's the whole thing that she's like, oh, she says it's so, um, yeah, I think it's like, uh, it made sense from, 
the jumper matched the this which was packaged in the that you know so I think it's she appreciated that it was only this person uh they she told me the lady like cats so I had little cats on the, you know so I yeah. think it was more she was paying me because she really appreciated it you know so uh, yeah we need you. more people like her yes yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> definitely okay so talk to me a little bit about uh any plans for the future about what you might do with the, with the stuff you're making or are you just gonna keep doing what you're doing um, the kids are back in school in two weeks um, and then I am going to think about it because I talked to Yvonne about some, maybe some something like dresses or something. We were talking about Christmas. Um, yeah. But so I have I have an idea for like sort of a reversible thing that I think would be cool. Um, so I'm going to look into that now when, when the kids go back to school. Okay, um, And then I get, and all the lovely new fabrics will be coming out as well for autumn. Yeah. So the problem with fabrics is they come out way too often. <laughs> it, it feeds so, your stuff addiction. It feeds my stuff addiction, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we always have a, a good run on the, you send us the beanies and the little um, hair ties and stuff like that. And they're always tipping away. And we got some really cool little kids jumpers after the last time, I believe. Yeah, and they're one-offs because I just was like in my sewing room and I thought, oh, I really want to make something. Um, yeah. And I had that pink fabric and then I thought, ooh, rainbows. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I love, I love making little jumpers. They're so cute. I love cute yeah, stuff cool. and my kids aren't small and cute anymore. So, you know, yeah. and I still want to make somewhere. cute stuff. I do, <laughs> and I'm definitely not having any more babies. <laughs> Ever, ever. What's funny is we had someone in the day, they were looking at your stuff and they really liked one particular fabric. They're like, have you got that jumper in this fabric? And I had to explain, I was like, well, no, they're custom made. So what about in this fabric? Do you have it in this? I was like, I love it. I love it. I love it. Stop. Do you know you can get it? Could you get her to make me this? And I was like, I could, but like, it's not going to be tomorrow, you know? Well, do, Jeff, send me a message, and if it's possible, you know, I'll make it happen. Oh, yeah, That's of course. That's no problem. Then, yeah. it, was just, it was funny, like, it took... It is funny. They, like, they really like liked the shop. idea, and they ended up buying something once once they got their head around the concept, but I suppose we're so used to thinking in certain ways, like, do you yeah. have this in the storeroom? And I was like, no, yeah. this is what we have, you <laughs> know? Yeah, I love that. It's so funny. Yeah. But it, that's that's so funny because that is how yeah. we are. Do you have this in another size? You wouldn't have this yeah. in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're just yes. used to that as, as a society. It's like, I want this option. It must be available to me. You yeah. Know? Yeah. But if you do have someone who, do, you know, just ask me and I'll, I can always send it directly to them if it's, if, if I can yeah. make it, you know, well, just, just add it direct, to the next direct one. people over to your Etsy site or your Instagram. Oh, yeah. Anyways, that Stop. Good, I know? think it's locked at the moment, but sure. If they message me, I'll talk to them. Okay. <laughs> the best place okay. to get me is on Instagram because this is awful, right? But anytime I made something and put it on my Facebook page, I got loads of people wanting them and I, I just was overwhelmed. Yeah. So, um, isn't that just awful, right? So I like kind of ignore it now because I'm afraid to post a picture because suddenly people want it yeah. and I don't, I don't have time, you know? So, um, it's a good quality yeah, complaint yeah. to have, to be fair. Stop. I know. And it's, it's like, it's, I've just been, it's like, I've just been ignoring it now for like a year <laughs> <laughs> because I was, it was so odd as soon as, and I, yeah, no. So, but Instagram, I put out a bit of this and a bit of that. Like, um, yeah. So you'll always catch me on Instagram. I love Instagram. Okay. Okay. So if they want to find you on Instagram, it's from feed to you, isn't it? Dot com, I think. Isn't it from feed to you? It might be just from feed to you. You'll find me anyway. You'll see pictures yeah. of my random photos of anything. And you'll see um, a little hedgehog and a yellow mushroom. Exactly. A yellow mushroom and a hedgehog. Mm. 
Okay, no, cool. and I think I'll, it I'll says made in, in Norway. Notes. Yes. Handmade, organic kids clothes, handmade in Norway is what it says. Yes. I'm looking at it right so, now. So, you know, yes, and I make, um, uh, I, I love making. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it, when I hear ching on the Etsy page, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get to make something. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best sound about Etsy. So Okay. So mm. that's where they'll find you is Instagram. Don't, Instagram. don't go to Facebook. They might oh, don't ignore it. Ignore it. Ignore it. I'm allergic. <laughs> I just, I, I honest to God, it was like, I'd get panic. It's like, because uh, people would be like, oh, did you do this? Have this? And then, and then I'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't have time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we really, it, yeah. Um, contact me on Instagram. That's the best place. You'll get me okay. there. I will, I'll never ignore you. <laughs> yeah. So I and physical stock is, I think it's, it's just us, isn't it? It is, it is just you. Yeah. So we're world exclusive stockists. You are. Treat you. you are. Um, I think there's, um, the fabric I get is from, from Sweden, uh, called Elvelikken and they have the best stuff for boys. And, yeah. uh, and that's like the whales and, you know, that kind of the space and stuff. Um, and the quality is brilliant. And then the, the patterny fabric that gives my friend, uh, Catherine, I have to give her medic, <laughs> a headache. <Yeah. laughs> she <hates my> stuff. <laughs> um, the pattern stuff that I love is from Germany and that's this company called Lille Stuff and they have the coolest stuff. I love it. It's like little stories and it brings me right back to when I was in my bedroom as a kid and I had wallpaper that was all patterny with like, like almost stories. Yeah. Um, so I think that's where the gras comes for, for the, so you've also had a kind of interest in that kind of aspect of uh, the visualness of it, like. Yeah, I do. I think it brings you right back. I love them. And I think also because I'm like immune to print, like I'd literally wear anything. Um, I have in my bedroom wallpaper with like, like print all over it on one wall. Um, that would give some people a headache, but like, it makes me so happy. It's like having fabric all over one wall. <laughs> yeah. I it almost sounds like fabric. you were just waiting for something to come along to, to re- reignite that, you know? But it's, it's funny because it like, it literally, I, with my house, uh, I get an idea in my head. I like, I could be watching something and then I think, geez, yeah, I should paint my kitchen pink. <laughs> yeah, and that evening, I'll have to love that. Oh, and you know what? He goes, <laughs> He goes, right, we'll see how long that lasts. And then one night I painted my kitchen black. Um, and the next day the kids were like really fighting. And I thought, mm, this is not giving the best feeling. Yeah, so I had yeah. to paint it gray. So, but I would, what I think with, with color and print and paint and all of it, it's like, yeah. you know, if you don't like it, paint over it. And it's, uh, yeah. you know, same with color and clothes. Like, why not go a bit bold? It's not like you're going to wear it all the time, you know? But do you think is it like you said your kids are in age now where they're not willing to wear it? It's it's classic kind of where they're trying to figure yeah. themselves out and they're they're afraid to stand out too much, so they're just kind of yeah. Or they will wear it, but it has to be something pretty boring, you know. Or I have yeah. made like Lego fabric and spinner fabric for my sins, and um, because I brought them into the shop to pick out their own fabric, you know, and they live in those. Um, and yeah. but I hate when people go, "Oh, did mommy make that?" I'm like, "Oh God." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you? Because I don't brilliant. want people to think I make spinner jumpers. <laughs> uh, so selfish. Well, I don't know someone else made that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know I bought that at something. Yeah. So, uh, no, that's, it's like, it's like I don't want to put my, or, and you know, when the, I only kind of make stuff that I love. 
fabric wise because you know like people ask me do you, do you know do you do this Disney or that or whatever and I, I'm like oh no but I know who does and I give them a yeah, name yeah. because I know it's just not me you know it's just not me and I'm not in I think to again, make that comes around to if you're not in it to make the money and if you're not happy making it there's no point making it right there isn't exactly unless it's a family or something and then I like I don't mind you know yeah but uh, yeah, no, god no yeah no yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> Okay, but so... I do it, yeah, I do it for family. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that in there. Just for family. Yeah, do it for family. <laughs> Anyone looking to get into what you do themselves or looking to consider making their own clothes or starting their journey on this, any any top tips or any advice or resources you'd point out for them? Literally anyone can sew. I mean, anyone can sew. And I remember, like, um, I was wearing... What, one of the other things that I really, really got me into making my own sewing so my own clothes was um I love kids print have I I don't know if you've noticed but um yeah, there's no I mention of that so far no 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 and I loved Orla Orla Kylie whatever you say like her dresses had like you know foxes and all sorts of different but they're so dear like 400 quid you know um yeah. and I wanted dresses with dogs and cats and things so yeah. um so literally, when I, I like, I, I go to the shop in a dress I made with dogs all over it and people smile at me and I think, yep, that's why I do it. But anyone can sew and it's so easy. And in, in Ireland, there's like, it's called the Sewing Mamas of Ireland group on Facebook, but you don't have to be a mom. Like, but there's uh, loads of girls there and they'll help you with where in Ireland is good to get fabric and different patterns and stuff. Um, and you don't need like fancy machines. I had a singer machine I got for my 20th birthday. Um, and I had that for 10 years and I still have it. It's just easier with the, you know, the, yeah, the overlocker. Yeah. Uh, but you can pick up overlockers in like Aldi and little, um, and stuff if they're on sale. I think about 130 or something. And it just, it just saves time and it makes your things more hard wearing and, uh, it cuts as you sew. So uh, it looks much tidier on the inside. And there's so many free patterns out there. You don't even need to buy patterns. And there's loads of free patterns on Pinterest. And most of the people who sell uh, patterns online, because you usually buy like a PDF pattern that you print out yourself, they'll have a pattern or two that are free so you can try out the different designers. So you could do it with a normal machine on a zigzag stitch um, and get free patterns. And okay. you can use things like duvets and like, you know, like be a bit creative in the start so you don't waste money on fabric. Do you know, secondhand shops, like old tea cloths, not tea cloths, what do you call those? Tablecloths. Uh, yeah. Embroidery ones, you know, like an old lady might throw away, makes a really cool top. Try it, be creative about it and you'll save money. Okay, so there seems like there's loads of great easy options out there. And if you wanted to get into it, and to be fair, at the price point of those machines, you probably have your money back in your, in your clothes or whatever. In, in yeah. No time, like. yeah, and it doesn't really like it, doesn't save money making clothes at all. But uh, it's so nice to go out in your own stuff and someone says, Oh, and you're like, I made it myself, you know, like yeah. the first few times, you're just so bloody proud, even though some of the yeah. first stuff I made was so crap. But I wore it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I suppose you get comfortable with it and then, you know, you get to a point where you, you're confident enough of it that if you've worn the other stuff out, you're going to be, be very, very happy when you make something that you're it's proud so of. It's so true. You know? Yeah, and I love, love, love um, 
uh, showing someone how to sew. So I have a little yeah. girl who's coming to me uh, probably in a week or so. She's ordered her fabric and we're going to make a skirt. I love that. I think that's so fun. I've made stuff with kids loads of times. Um, not my own because they're not interested, but um, <laughs> maybe someday. <laughs> it's usually girls, to be fair. So um, yeah. well, maybe some workshops. So Fiona's the next thing on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that like, how fun is it for that little girl? Because I'm going to make there's a free skirt pattern by Threads by Caroline. You find it on her Facebook group. Um, and it's really simple shape, but with big pockets. And it's literally sewing in a straight line, but it all works out into a skirt. And it's a perfect project for a little girl. And she's going to be going into school in her own skirt. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I loved a, all that really when nice I was idea. Yeah. <laughs> My neighbor was um, a home economics teacher, Vani, and, uh, and she's the one who had the sewing machine. And she's the one who did the Deb's dress with me. Um, and uh, she gave me my first scissors and stuff. Um, and I had someone that helped me, you know, because my mom is a knitter. Um, yeah. And I'm, not, I'm too impatient for knitting. I couldn't cope with the thought of having like two months on something. Are you joking? I want it now, you know? <laughs> so I, that's why I sew. I also, I can have a jumper in an hour, whereas I couldn't possibly if I knit, you know? Yeah, you want to be knitting so, pretty damn fast now to get a jumper in yeah, an hour. Yeah, unbelievable. But I think if, if you know someone, just put it out there like, oh, anyone know how to sew? Yeah, and I'm sure somebody will go, oh, here, come on round. I'll help yeah. you, you know? It's really useful to have someone that um, that can give you, you know, it's nice to see things. I have a friend here and she's uh, she's my sewing buddy and we go on sewing things together. Uh, and I met mm-hmm. her through my kids' kindergarten. She was one of their one of the leaders in in my my son's kindergarten, and we were like sewing buddies. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, it's so nice to have someone else, you know. And we do market. Yeah, together. someone who shares your interest. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I think maybe put the feeders out and see if you know someone that sews, because that's a really good way to start. And if not, there's like sewing cafes and like even libraries have fabric book or pattern books, and they're free. Yeah. And there's like fifty patterns in that book, you know. So a library is a brilliant place to start if you want paper patterns. So, okay, good resource yeah. there. There's another tip. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So just before we finish up, is there yes. any shout outs you want to do? Any mentions you want to make to anyone or like that? Oh my God, my head is melted. <laughs> Not from this, but for the, my husband had me awake late last night because he came in late. Well, I suppose my neighbor, Vani, who has started it all, um, and my friend Paula's mom, it's so funny, um, with our ruffles when we were little. Uh, it's funny how things, you know, go. Come around. But, uh, yeah. yeah. But I would go into the Facebook groups if, if, uh, the Sewing Mamas Ireland one is a good place to start. And I think anyone who's interested in, in sewing and, you know, get yourself a cheap machine. Buy a second hand one because you can get a decent second hand machine that someone has decided, oh, you know what? I'm not going to sew after all. Um, yeah. and you'll get a really decent machine then for a hundred quid rather than buying a new one, you know? Yeah. So I think that's a really so good what you're idea. Saying is wait for your friend to try it and fail, and then take it off their hands. Yeah, exactly. Tell your friend who's got loads of money that you know what you should do. <laughs> make your own and then clothes. Hope it fails. Yeah, make your own. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds really, like a solid really, friendship there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Started with like zips and stuff. There, I have, still am yet to do the zips. Uh, this is my New Year's resolution, and it's been going. What are we now in August? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, just about. Uh, yeah, I might get it in before Christmas. Oh, you never know. How you can have a go again be? next year if not, you know. I will. I, I'm going to next, when the kids are back to school now, I'm going to try and do a zip. Can't be that hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Well, I think we've uh, we've covered a bit of everything. Unless there's something else you wanted to mention? No, no. I think I've talked the head off yet. So I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Thank you so much for taking the time. No to problem. Come and chat Thanks to me. So really I really enjoyed it. My kids and, were like, uh, "You're doing a podcast. What are you going to talk about? Who's going to listen to you?" <laughs> it's like they can turn it off. <laughs> so uh, you know. You can give them the link yes. when it's ready now. Yeah, Make them listen, I will. You know? Yeah, I'll three, gar- three guaranteed listeners minutes. there now, you know? Yeah. yeah, three of them. I'll do it in the car on the next journey so they can't go anywhere. There you go. You're in charge of the radio. <laughs> yeah, They're going to have to you're listen. In charge. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Right, listen, so thank you so much. Uh, I really enjoyed the chats. And I'm sure if anyone wants to get their hands on the stuff, they can find you on Instagram from Fee to You. Yes. Or yes. they can pop into us in Tree Park and they can find a little selection of some of your handmade goods there. Yeah. They see what I can do there. Yes, they, they see the mad colors. And if it's for them, let me know. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Fiona, thank you very much. We Thanks shall talk to you again Jeff. soon. Bye. Thanks Take for joining me on the show. Bye. Of course. Bye. Thanks for listening to Creative Voices. This podcast is sponsored by Treebark Store and produced by P3B Photography. For more information, find us on Instagram, treebark.store or at P3B underscore photos. You can visit our website, treebarkstore.com or p3bphotography.com. Thanks again and catch you on the next episode.